Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sans Pans Radio, we still use a sundial. Did you know we do a Dungeons and Dragons podcast? I know, super out of character for us. Like, what? Get the fuck out of here. But it's true. It's called d and for Nerds, and don't worry if you've never rolled a d20. It's almost been two years, and I still haven't. So, if you want an entertaining yarn that doesn't take itself too seriously, until it does, search for d and for Nerds on iTunes or wherever you find good podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Shut Up a Sec, and I'm Jackson Bailey. I'm Joel Dusha. And I'm Aaron Magro. Today's topic is archaeology. A tink tink. I found a rock, I think. I found a skeleton of an old man. <laughs> we have a permit to do this. <laughs> it's good, it's fine. What is archaeology? Well, I'm glad you asked, my friend. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I did. Well, Dusha did. Archaeology is the study of humanity through the things they leave behind. Okay. What would be the strangest thing to uncover of humanity that they left behind? I'm going to say a wizard skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say a piece of shit. Mainly because I'd be so surprised it preserved. But isn't that a thing? Coprolite. That's a dinosaur poo that's fossilized. Yeah, that's not archaeology, though. Humanity. That's paleontology. Yeah. Fuck. I'd still say a wizard skeleton. I've always had this thought, like, what if humanity found a wizard in a cave? How would you know it was a wizard, though? <laughs> no, like, he does spells. He's got, like, a big robe on, covered, covered in moons Which and stars. Which is a skeleton wearing a robe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How old is a skeleton? Ancient. How ancient? Uh, as old as ancient Rome. And, and, <laughs> and the cloth is in what kind of It's preserved it? through it's magic. magic. Right, okay, I understand now. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a big beard that's also preserved. Through magic. Maybe he's still alive. <laughs> but he's a skeleton. <laughs> No, he's just buried. (laughs) And they crack him out, and he's like, oh, I'm a wizard. And he's like, zap, zap with his fingers. He does magic. What does the government do to him? I say they shoot him in the brain and bury him because they can't. That'll change the way we think about the world. That's my Anyway, that's my Does that still count as archaeology if they found something that was alive, even if it was really old? Yeah, like, what if you found a vampire? (laughs) Yes, Jackson, go on. Like, say you're searching through, like, an ancient Welsh castle, and... Amongst the bog, you find an ancient vampire. But not dead. No, well, he's, vampires can't die unless well, then, they're staked. Well, then it. it's not archaeology. <laughs> Got me there, Max. <laughs> Got me there. So it only counts as archaeology if they're dead. 
Well, things she might well, be I mean, left no, no, behind. No, hang on, there's a very fine line between an archaeological site and a fucking homicide scene. <laughs> so, I mean, there are there are rules, I uh, guess. Okay, how can I make a vampire fit within the rules of archaeology? <laughs> what if that vampire comes out and he's like, humanity left me behind? <laughs> are, are we good then? Well, I mean, it's not really human either, so it's not really... It's not <laughs> no, really... I'm not human, but humans left me behind. <laughs> so it still counts. Ah. Ah, ah. I think you'd have a very interesting case where <laughs> the place that the vampire's living and all of the old ancient artifacts that the vampire possesses would be of archaeological interest. However, you'd be in a very <laughs> privileged position where you'd actually be able to get written and spoken <laughs> consent from the vampire rather than just going in and excavating and taking That's shit. That's true. So, I like, mean, can I carbon date your coffin? Wait, hang I on. Guess. So it's a yes, it's an archaeological site, asterisk. <laughs> hang on, are you saying that to an archaeologist, the castle itself would be more impressive than the vampire? Yes. Who? Here's my question. So we discover a vampire. That sounded like you were going to spew mid-sentence then. That was gross. It was just like a, a burp a, that you tried to squeeze out before, before you started talking, yeah. but we got you off guard. Uh-huh, you got me. Got him. No, um, so who would you call when you find a vampire? What, whose scientific field of study is, like... A biologist. Defense against the dark arts. That's the one. <laughs> a biologist. The Zoologist. Government. The government, <laughs> basic government. Uh, like, any, like, literate... Any, anyone that sort of studied that, yeah, I guess. Yeah, true, true. A Historian. Gothic. Folklorist. A gothic. Not <laughs> wildlife Victoria. No. <laughs> I was going to say a gothic literaturist, but literaturist is not a word. Just a gothic is enough. A goth. Grab a gothic. Anyway, so yeah, a vampire or a wizard is what I think would be the strangest archaeological discoveries. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> if, if we're counting that as an archaeological discovery. A rat man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> or a house that's perfectly preserved but upside down. Yeah. Explain that one. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. <laughs> you came you, on this episode being like, I studied archaeology. I've I know the most down. about archaeology Funnily, ever. I have not said anything yet. <laughs> no, I'm talking, I'll quote you outside the... Yeah. Hey, right, and I'll read the text message. Here we go. Yeah, do. I will. <sighs> Let me make a guess. My name is Aaron Magro, and I know more about archaeology than your favorite boys. Is what I assume is how it goes down. Well, no. That's not how it went down. <laughs> well, let's see. We need to do a shut up a second archaeology if you want to be on it. Then okay. you said other shit that was unrelated. Yep. And then you were like, anyways, archaeology episode, tell me more. And then I said, we need to record an episode, and if you want to be in it, come over. And then you said, yeah, I'm just getting ready. Yep. Uh-huh. And then you said... Waiting for claims, there have been none. <laughs> hey, and welcome to this episode of Shut Up a Second. I'm Joel Dusher, and I'm Amags, the angry archaeologist. Mm-hmm. And then, wait, you said something about a degree somewhere. Why can't I find that? Maybe you imagined it. Mm. Egg on your face. Mm. I know exactly the message you're referring to. I'm just not going to find it for you. (laughs) I'm also not an archaeologist. That sounds like something I have a degree in. There we go. Found it. There you go. Gotcha. Oh, wait. Hang on. Yeah. The moment I said, do you want to do a shut up a second on archaeology if you want to be in it? You said, yes, that sounds like something I have a degree in. But now you claim you don't have a degree. No, I've definitely got a degree in archaeology. I'm just not an archaeologist. Well... We fucked up. Mm. <laughs> we should have got bloody Mr. Sunday movies or something on this episode. He's an archaeologist. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> anyway, upside down house. Explain it. You want me to explain an upside down house? Or a rat man. Either or, one. Or a rat man. Well, your options. I mean, 
what's you're, your, okay, what, you're what at you a site. You're at a, you're, you're at a dig. dig. Yep, you're at okay. a dig, and you're like chip, 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 yep. chip, chip, chip. I'm shooting <laughs> away. <laughs> All of the rocks fall away upside down. Heads. Yep. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. What? Or a rat man. Or a rat man. Which one did you find? <laughs> Well, okay, let's say I found them. Well, now what? Explain well, that's it. what we're wondering. Okay, so it appears that we've got a rat man. Yeah. I'd be interested <laughs> to know if this is like some sort of genetic <laughs> mutation or whether this is another species of like human. Yep. Uh, I guess I'll send it off to the lab and get some. How do you send a rat man off to the lab? Well, you take some samples. Is from the it. man the size of a rat or is it a rat the size of a man? Oh, no, Keep was, in mind that the point of an excavation rat, is that you're digging. Oh, okay. The point of an excavation is that you're digging and you're removing things from the site. So, how do you get so a set? Archaeologists are thieves? Is that well, what you're saying? That, possibly, yeah. That's a, that's fairly controversial in uh, archaeological circles. What about the upside down house? How'd you explain that? Yeah, you did the right man fine. Tick. Yep. You well, I guess the... so. You've the house. So you're telling me that you've discovered a house. Well, upside... you've discovered... Okay. So you're telling me that I've discovered a house. <laughs> yeah. That is upside down, perfectly preserved, underground. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So like the ground level is still where our ground level for a house would be, but rather than going up into towards the sky, it's gone down towards the yeah. Earth so it's just floor. a house underground. But no, upside down. you're walking on the opposite side so, of the floor if you walk yeah, on the top of it. So the ceiling would be the floor. Give me a paper and I'll draw a diagram. No, no, so I'll draw it for you. So no, well, you don't know. If this is the ground. <laughs> yes. Okay. For you. Yeah. It's like this. What? No, I'll draw you one. You I know, know what I mean? So that's about. the ground. So there's like trees and shit. Like yeah, 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 yeah. That's and, it. And the house is underground. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Well... You do what you always do. You dig it up. Uh huh. And then, what is your assumption based on your discovery? Okay, so someone's either someone a very long time ago was playing silly buggers, <laughs> <laughs> or a likely scenario, some natural phenomenon has caused this house to reverse its orientation, <laughs> and then many, 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 many hundreds of years have passed, uh-huh. and sediment has then somehow <laughs> formed on top of the house. But here's the thing, right? For the house to be upside down, right? That it doesn't... It can't... Because the house hasn't fallen over. It's <laughs> inverted. Okay, well, think about it. Because you've got different stratigraphic layers. Okay. So, yes. Like, like, explain that. So, <laughs> different... The, so, Earth has deposited... deposited... Has deposited itself... Yeah. ...over time. And, like, this house has just somehow been fucking balancing on its tip. <laughs> yep. You know, like, so... I mean, I wish everyone could see this diagram, because this is just... We'll tweet it. I can't even see the diagram. There's a printer in the way. <laughs> oh, well, have a gander. Here you go. That's ex... <laughs> like, explain that. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't. right? It's, it's one of the mysteries That's of why nature. I was asking you, because yeah. you're an archaeologist. So, yeah. I mean, it would... Let's send that back to the lab as well, because that's going to take a little bit <laughs> the more. The whole house? It's going to take some further analysis. I very much like when... You're well, you wouldn't take the whole house. It's actually better to leave certain things in situ. Why? Because they preserve better, and then someone it's not someone's problem to curate. Keep it looking good. Yeah, like marine archaeology, that's the problem there. Ah. Mm. I like that you the idea of you sending it to your superior, and they're like, what is it? You think, just another classic case of silly buggers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask my first years when we get back to uni, because I've got no fucking idea. <laughs> call, call it as a, it's yeah, a when you, If you end up teaching an archaeology subject, can that be the first question? All right, everyone. I'm not an archaeologist. I will not be teaching archaeology When subjects. you're eventually teaching archaeology, archaeology, can that be your first exam? Oh. <laughs> You've found this house. It's upside down. There's a rat man in it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> can you please explain this? Jackson, what was the weirdest thing we learnt in archaeology? Um, man, I don't even remember. I remember we learnt about paddle pops. Wait, no, I learnt about paddle pops. You taught me. 
What did I tell you about paddle pops? Rainbow yeah. paddle pops are actually caramel. Oh, that's right. I did inform that whole class. Yeah. They were very happy to learn that. May- yeah, like, sure. <laughs> Where's this diagram? <sighs> what do you mean? Oh, you want to see it? Don't you want a photo of it? Well, yeah, I mean, sure. I don't need to take a photo. Right. Oh, you've added detail. That's yeah. nice. I just wanted everyone to get a, a real good idea of this rat man house. Well, I think you've, you've answered our archaeology questions pretty solidly. Keep them coming. Um, that was nothing. Right. Let's think. What else we got that could be strange? Well, you, you, I mean, like with the wizard and yeah. the... I keep using things that are biological, not... Because what was yours? Wizard and uh, Dracula. The Dracula that they found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both of them Aaron just passed on because they're yeah. not dead. But then he asked them for permission because he was more excited about their house. Well, yeah. but that's what we're concerned with. That's, it's got nothing to do with them. It's about the things they've left behind. What have you found? Oh, that's How deep skeletons. in the ground would a sheep skeleton have to be before you were like, this is unnatural? Well, I mean, the fact that it's in the ground is natural, right? No, but like, say you found it at a level of strata, um, or whatever, that was the same as the dinosaurs. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be... Uh, but having said that, people have discovered dinosaurs fairly close to this current surface, because it depends on the area of the world. It dep- There's different rates of sedentary, oh, okay. like sedentary mm. deposits. Uh, I've got one for you. You find a statue of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> So you're digging down. Yep. You're, you're like, like, dink. Oh, what's this? Marble. You, you uncover the marble. It's uh, Aramagro preserved in marble, dated to the time of ancient Rome again. Well, I and would it's just, upside down. I would say with very, I would say very confidently that that is not me, and that uh-huh. it's just someone that looks like me. What if down the bottom chiseled its head, statue of Aramagro, and then gave your date of birth and death? <laughs> as in, like, <laughs> as in, like. <laughs> I would say this is a very, very coincidental <laughs> turn of events. What if you would died it keep you the... up at night? So the person, what, what are the dates? Give me the dates. Well, when were you born? Uh, 1991. 1991 to <laughs> 2004. So it doesn't say like 91 to 40 or something. No, it says 1991 to 2040. I'd say, okay, so there was a guy named Aaron Magro that died in 1991 BC uh-huh. and died in what time? 2040. What? BC. No, because that's not how BC works. No, nah, mate, it does. BC goes back. Like... I know, Joel. Oh, okay. I was worried Explain about your that. archaeology degree. <laughs> worried about his archaeology profession. Yeah. So you'd your just be like, coincidence. So you wouldn't just bury it, pretend you didn't find it. <laughs> no, I'd be like, that's this... what I'd do. Well, no, but how, fa- how fascinating would that be? <laughs> I think it'd be scary if it said like 1991 to 2007. <laughs> No, because when then I could be like, accident. Scary if it was like 2016. I'd be like, there's not much <laughs> of that year left. I'm in a lot of trouble. Don't get on the plane, Aaron. <laughs> Just stay here. No, I'd bury it. What would you have to find on a dig <laughs> yep. to just bury it back up, pretend you didn't find anything? Um, An upside-down house would probably do it. No, but no, why would you do nothing? Something wrong is happening in the world. Yeah. What have you found, like, I don't know, like a nuke, like an ancient nuke? You call people for that. You call I them, call you, you, people for No, no, it's in like, we call people for that and we call them fast. Okay, here's a good example. So let's say you're living in, like, some war-torn country. Yep. And you find an artifact that you know is, like, okay, let's say you're in the Middle East and you find, like, the... Hanging Holy- Gardens of Babylon. I was going to say the Holy Grail, but sure. Oh, no, 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 give me the Grail. Okay, so you're in... You're <laughs> I in drink the, from you're it. You're in the Middle East. I'm immortal! 
You, you're you in the it. Middle East and you find the Holy Grail. Yep. And you know that if that gets into the wrong hands, it could be destroyed forever. Mm-hmm. Or, well, a whole range of things. Did could I get happen. immortality when I drank from it? So I, yeah. Well, well, what I would do is just I'd bury that again mm-hmm. and just be like, the world's not ready for this yet. When Did this... you get immortality when you drank from it? No, I didn't drink from it. You I just why would you if... not? Well, because you said if you dig something up, I mean, I don't have the time to then take it out and then drink from it. I've got to be like, didn't you bring a I've water got... bottle? It's hot in the middle. I've got a quick decision to make. Well, I'm drinking from it. I'm going to be immortal. You're going to die in 2040. But I don't want to be immortal. I'm going to be immortal. That's good. (laughs) So if you found something that might be magic, then you'd bury it. No, if I found something of significance to a culture that can't preserve it because it's under siege from another... Okay, then you'd bury it again. Yeah. What would you do with the Grail, Dusha? Flog it. <laughs> Flog it, 50 bucks. <laughs> Sell it to a porn Glass shop. of Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Fill it with Coke. Drink Coke out of it. <laughs> Shit, yes. That's good. That's good. So I'm like, what's that cop on his shelf? I'm like, oh, it's the Holy Grail. They're like, no, it's not. I'm like, all right, you believe what you want. <laughs> no skin off my teeth. <laughs> right, yeah, let's, let's shoot some more things at, at, at AMAGS. The mystery archaeological discoveries. A mattress. Found a mattress at a like a level of stratum where there ain't shouldn't be no mattresses. <laughs> but there'd be an explanation for how it got there. What, there's not. What if someone threw a mattress into a mine? Okay, and then the mine like got Clark. filled in. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, okay, sure. <laughs> what about another world? <laughs> what if you found a lost world, like Narnia or something? Uh, what if you just dag dag? What if you just <laughs> dag deep enough that? Hmm. <laughs> Where are you going? Like you hit, you dig, and then all of a sudden you can just see the bro. sky. So you dig into someone, <laughs> another world's sky. Yeah. yeah. So like, imagine, imagine looking, up. imagine looking up <laughs> yes. into the sky, and like, I mean, no, imagine just you're standing there on the ground, yeah. and then you feel like a bit of dirt hit you on the head, <laughs> and then you look up, and there's a hole in your sky, and it's a little dark hole, and some dude's just like, "Hi there," with like a light on his hat. I just imagine a dude with a light in his hat being like, "Ah!" Oh! You're like, "Ah!" Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh god and he just buries it and you're like never telling anyone I saw that <laughs> that's something I'd bury <laughs> another world but what I was I was imagining it more like you digging and you dig up into their ground you know what I mean how does that work well it's another world it's like yeah, when but- people are like you dug to China <laughs> dag I like keep using dag <laughs> D-A-G you dag to China you pop out in their roads but you still need to dig from your ground. Yeah, you dig from your ground to their ground. Oh, no. So you want to dig to the other side of the world. No, but I'm saying this other world that we found, <laughs> I was imagining it's coming out in the earth. So, okay, let's draw this one. Let me draw. So, give no, me, no, wait. Give me, okay. You've got our world. Yep. I know what you mean, Jackson. You mean which dig- is our ground that we walk on. That's our ground right there. And then their world would mm. be like this. Yeah. A hollow earth, if you will. But they would work like that. Yeah, so we dig into That's their That's why the ground. Earth's core's so hot. It's actually another sun. It's a, it's a yeah, whole place in there. It's cooking. It's hot all the time. There's no clouds. Yeah, true, because nothing can get out. Yeah. It's a sweaty earth. It's earth and sweaty earth. Yeah, it's earth and sweaty earth, and I've dug to sweaty earth, and I bury <laughs> it back up again because it's too hot. And I'd do it again in a heartbeat if I had to. No one <laughs> needs to know about sweaty earth. <laughs> exactly. That's, um, that's really, wow. That baffled me. <laughs> That gotcha. I wasn't expecting another world to be like that. You weren't expecting another world to be so hot? <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. Ah, uh, what else? What if you found a car preserved in amber? <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, I'm going to call some colleagues about this. I'm a little bit confused. 
There'd just be a lot of just like a matchbox car. No, like, like a like a ninety eight Corolla. Oh. A ninety eight Corolla. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bury that. Tip it in the sea. You that, don't need that's that. That's a bit overwhelming. For I you, like Jackson. the idea. What if you dug and you found a fridge and you're like, oh, that's you all right. What? Sorry. You, found, you dug. Dag. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> if you, you went da- for a dag, if you went for if you and your fellow mates went for a dag, mm-hmm. me and my mate archaeologist, yep, you're dagging. Yeah, you and your arco mates have gone dagging after teaching your classes. Yep, or you've taken your class to go dag, mm-hmm. and then you're dagging. Yeah, having a dag, dagging away, dagging away. You hit, you get like eighteen meters deep. Then you hear a clang, and you're like, ah, oh, hit something. It's metal. Just off. It's a fridge. Then you open the fridge and it's got cold beers in it. Well, it would be they're cold beers because it's 18 meters underground. Uh-huh. Mm. Doesn't it get hotter under the ground, though? Does it? That's what I heard. Who did you hear it from? A scientist. What's his name? Graham. Or her name? Graham? <laughs> Graham the scientist? Graham, Graham Dag. <laughs> Graham Dag? Dr. Graham Dag. Sure. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with his work. <laughs> yeah. He told me it's real hot down there. Okay. That's why miners are so sweaty. Oh. <laughs> oh yes, of course. Maybe because they're digging in the in in the any world. Yeah, any world, sweatier. Any any world, any world. I've got one for you. Here's here's my final one for you. Last one. So you're digging down. Yep. You dig, you dig, and then you hear a ding. You're like, what? You dig again, ding. You try and dig around it, ding. You move some sand, and it's you on the other side digging up. <laughs> And your shovels are smacking each other when you try and dig like a mirror. I'm, I'm, I'm covering that one back up. <laughs> you don't want that. You're like, nothing here. Nothing here. Fill it in. Nothing to see here, guys. Fill it in. Fuck it. It's got, it's gro- It's nothing. It's worthless. It's just, just, just a rock, but not a good one. You don't want to see it. It's not a good archaeology rock. It's a real bad one. <laughs> so, history. I wanted to talk about... Uh, an archaeology Roman thing mm-hmm. that they found, and as far as I know, can't explain, and they're called the Roman Dodecahedrons, 
And they're these weird metal dodecahedrons that have, like, nobbles on the ends of them. They found them in heaps of Roman houses, and they don't know what they were for. I've got a photo for you guys. So you can have a look at them. And listeners at home, give them a gander. I'm very interested to see these. They look like something out of Legend of Zelda. Ooh, I like that. It looks like a Doctor Who dice. Yeah, they're mad. Roman dodecahedrons. They found them from Wales to Hungary and Spain and to the east of Italy. Most of them are in Germany and France. Uh, nobody knows what they were for. People have got no idea. What do we think? Um, what were they for? Nobody knows. No, no, I'm saying, like, are you asking me what yeah, I think they yeah, were yeah. for? I think they were for playing games. What kind of mad game can you play with one of them? Just, I don't know. Like Kick rolling... it around? No, like rolling the dice. Are they about the size of dice? No, they're like uh, about the size of a big apple. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, they would be heavy, I imagine. I guess. Do you know what they're made of? I'll find out for you. If they're made of... What are they dated to? Like ancient Rome? Uh, I think so. Hang on, let me find out. Uh, Second or third century CE. Okay. Um, so that's like a couple of centuries after Jesus was apparently alive. Cool. Mad. Uh, some point. people think that they were candlestick holders. Uh, dice. Uh, somehow they might have been used to measure distance. It could be. Could it have been like? Are they hollow or are they solid? They're hollow. Maybe people put candles in them. They're made of bronze or stone. Well, that's one people's theory that they put candles in them. But like, uh, are there any like crosses or anything on them? No. Or? Look, I'll give you my phone. You can have a gander. Solve the riddle, eh, Max? I'm gonna say it is a old timey soccer ball. It's probably just an ornament. I'm gonna say it's a helmet for small people. Oh, or if somebody's born roughly the size of like an elf, like a size no human being could conceivably be born at, but you get one mm. and you want it to be protected in games of sport, mm. you put one of these on. That makes sense. I that's, think that's reasonable. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, they've only found a hundred of them. That's quite a few. But not many if it's just your basic candlestick holder. But, like there's only a hundred of them, but they're found like all across the world, all across Europe. Yeah. And so maybe, like, it could even be something people went, I don't know, like, they were distributed. You know? Secret army. Okay. Yeah, like, weird shit like that would have happened all the time. <laughs> Explain the secret army theory, though, Dusha. It's like a secret code, but they couldn't have codes. Like, so how, they like had... how people used to put, they would put, draw a fish on their, or like, when people would have a fish in their house, it meant that they were Catholic. You so know, if, if you had put, one of those dodecahedrons, it meant you were a part of, like, some order or, like, Joel's army. Joel's army. Goodness. That's a really big thing to make. I would make it a coin or something. <laughs> no. Not like a big dodecahedron the size of a big apple. That's what's going to let you know if you're part of the army. But people need to know. Because a coin not... you can lose. <laughs> coin yeah, you can lose. Then you're out. I, do show, I lost part of my your coin. Army. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> what if it was just like a paperweight? How good would that be? <laughs> like, <laughs> that'd be the best. Like, imagine if they were found in areas where people were literate and so it was a person that could write used it so his pages didn't go flying when he was writing outside that's a good theory yeah so it's something really dumb or just like it was a chair that they got wrong <laughs> one guy a toilet with too many holes in it <laughs> that didn't work one guy made a toilet bad tried to sell it across europe only a couple of sales roughly a hundred sales failed went home i don't know why they're called roman dodecahedrons maybe most of them are found in rome I guess. Maybe there's something... Well, the Roman Empire stretched that far. Oh, okay. So, I mean, if they... Yeah, it would be within the Roman Empire. Could they have been a weapon? Like early brass knuckles? Put your fists in them and just punch? Maybe. 
Like, have you got leather on the inside of them to keep your hands warm? That Maybe that's why there's only 100. Maybe they're like old-timey hand grenades. Okay. They might have been filled with gunpowder or something like that. And there's little balls on the tips are just so that you, they explode when it hits someone. Or yeah. even that they, like, stick somewhere. So, like, because the balls are going to make it not roll. Yeah. So if you wanted to land somewhere solidly, put the balls on it. Grenade. That's I what think I'm we saying. solved it. It is a grenade. We, we killed, did it. We killed that guy. Somebody called the. Someone called the archaeology hotline. Yeah. Bring, 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 bring. Yes, archaeology hotline. It's Joe Dak Jackson and your favorite student and now current teacher <laughs> of archaeology, Aaron Magro. <sighs> we <laughs> yes, solved it. We solved it. <laughs> the Roman decahedron is a dodecahedron. Yes, it's a hand grenade. Yes. They hung up. How much money are we going to get Seven for it? Dollars each. Seventeen dollars <laughs> each. Sorry, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's right. Lunch. I can just picture them looking through their database, being like, "Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> we don't have an Aaron in here because he's not an archaeologist. <laughs> we do have a Jackson, though." <laughs> Imagine if you got any facts for us. I guess I was doing facts. You got any history for us? Boy, do I ever! Got lots of archaeology history. Shoot it at us. What was the first archaeologist? Well, it depends what? on who you ask, who? but the first excavations were carried out by John Aubrey. What was Who's he doing? Uh, some British dude, I imagine. Uh, but, I mean, uh, that's on my list, so we'll, we'll come back to that. Okay. I like excited. a bit of disjointed time sequence in my yeah. storytelling. Pulp Fiction. Started off as a discipline in the 18th century. Cool. Um, generally by, like, aristocrats, because they were rich, and generally they had the money to go out and dig shit up. Have a goof, yeah. That yeah, because it's a very invasive thing. It was all about showing your wealth. Like, you could go overseas, you could dig things up, take them back to your homeland and be like, yeah, look what I found. Like, Make a museum. Yeah. That, that's how the first museums happened? They were just rich people's houses? Yeah, like, so, the you know, and, and it's a very politically charged topic because the British Museum still gets in trouble about the Elgin Marbles and all these, you know, empire brings up all these different things. Yeah, but, yeah. But you've pretty much got, from the 18th century, rich people mainly, or rich people that would commission other people to go and dig on their behalf and bring back artefacts. That's happening in the 18th century. Starts in Britain, moves to, like, France, Germany, other places. Um, so uh, antiquarians, they were a thing before archaeology. So generally they were they dealt with, like, material culture and they existed, you know, in Roman times and stuff like that. So antiquarians, that's where you get, like, antiques and stuff from. Ah, cool. So archaeology, though, is a study that deals with uh, material culture that humans leave behind to interpret. But it's, you know, goes, goes as far back as like 3.3 million years ago, the first stone tools that you kind of find in Africa. Um, and then, yeah, John A. Aubrey, who we spoke about before, he excavated Stonehenge and Pompeii yeah. and um, Herculaneum, if that's how you pronounce it. I hope so. And it kind of just went from there. And then uh, archaeological methodology kind of happens... Um, going into the 19th century yeah, where they start teaching it. And it goes from being just rich guys that are not trained, taking people overseas to, you know, excavate to people being trained, men and women being trained in universities. It's still a fairly aristocratic profession. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. eventually becomes more and more. What's the best thing? The best thing? The best thing that's been discovered. Well, that depends because there are so many different branches of archaeology. So it depends on what your interests are. Hmm. Has there ever been just like a? Hmm. I want like peak archaeology, like a town, or like a. Well, like yeah, a that happens all the time. Like when you forbidden find, city. Yeah, that happen, that's Ooh. well. Like for instance, oh. the um, terracotta warriors or the Easter oh, Island yeah. heads. 
But in the Middle East, they find um, cities and towns that have been abandoned, like city gates and... Yeah, all isn't there like things. a thing with the terracotta warriors where they can't get deeper into the temple because there's a river of mercury? That's a thing, yeah. I have no idea. That oh. seems like something they could get through. No, nah, it's like too hot. <laughs> something it? like that. There's a a tempera, a an ancient temp tempera, Tem- <laughs> temple, tempura, tempura shrimp. Zag? No, a, an ancient. <laughs> Emperor's Temple that they can't get through because there's all this mercury all over the place and it's too dangerous. They could probably send a bomb disposal robot in there, but I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's a thing. Also, it's, isn't it the Terracotta Army? The Terracotta Warriors? What? Yeah, that's what we said. What did you, you think? Saying we warriors, said? Isn't it's it the same difference. Army? Same thing. No, it's not. You don't, you don't say. It's bloody... an army of warriors. I'll allow it. <laughs> Goodness me. Easter Island heads are my favorite thing they found. Yeah, I saw this thing where the Easter Island heads were on Easter Island, and on the other side of the world, they found like feet. So, like, <laughs> if you look at if you look at like a map of the world, the heads are on one side of the planet, and then like the feet are on the exact opposite <laughs> side. No, seriously, it's like, really strange. And they're like, "Is the bot does the body go through the earth?" Like, but yeah. but their bodies are under the heads. Yeah, I thought they didn't. They, they find... excavated them, and it's a full guy. Well, there you go. So the feet, they should excavate down. (laughs) (laughs) Double people. Oh, imagine how scary that would be. They excavate down, they find a guy, but then they realize there's like another guy on top of him and it's a chain. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't want that. (laughs) Dig that up. Dig that. No, bury that back up. Don't tell anyone. Uh, I always liked that there was this in um, ancient like Greek writing or stories. They always talked about this, like, sending people to hell and, like, prophets would send them to hell to give them, like, a like the equivalent of a, what do you call those? The something plays that the Christians do to scare kids. You know, hey, don't fuck out of marriage or you'll get cancer. Passion play? Whatever. Right. One of them. Spooking kids plays. Yep. And play school. Play school. The, the original play school. Um, but it was like one of those. And if people were like, oh, that's an interesting myth, whatever. But then they found in, like, the late 90s, this cave system in Greece, in the area where they said that all of that shit was, that was just fucked because it was, like, near this volcanic stream. And there was this river that was, like, boiling hot. You just yeah. couldn't go through it because it would, like, burn your skin off. And yeah. they're like, oh, shit, this was the hell they sent people through. <laughs> like, it was full of gases and shit that made your fucking brain go crazy. That's mad. I want to go holiday there. There's also a boiling river. In the Amazon somewhere. It's fucked. There's a book about it. Next live show? Next live show? <laughs> Boiling River? Yeah. Hop in? Jump in, boys. See how long we survive. Bring your bathers, everyone. Bring your bathers. It's a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the tagline. Bring your bathers. It's going to be a hot one. The plumbing boys. The plumbing boys. <laughs> the gang. Hops in a Boiling River and dies. <laughs> Bring your bathers. It's sure to be a hot one. <laughs> You getting archaeology movies for us? Yeah, there's a lot, which is weird. But when you like, when you're like, oh yeah, Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider. But no, there's more. Romancing the Stone. Tell the, me what that film's that about. That's very erotic. It, it is. I've always thought that film might be a bit sexy. Uh, it's rated PG, so it's not that sexy. It could be a bit sexy. It is about. I'm blowing my nose, but carry on. Okay. He didn't carry on. I noticed. <laughs> How was? How's blowing your nose? It's pretty good. It's still happening. All right, you're okay to talk now. A romance writer sets off to Colombia to ransom her kidnapped sister and soon finds herself in the middle of a dangerous adventure. Well, that's, I mean, fine. I mean, that's no national treasure, but... 
It's not quite as good as National Treasure, but I'll allow it. Yeah, there's heaps. In fact, I found a list where it's like top 40 archaeology films, but they're really stretching it. Yeah. So, like, you got the obvious ones, like... Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, Tomb Raiders. Mm -hmm. The Mummy. Oh, yeah. Classic. Romancing the Stone and its sequel, The Jewel of the Is the Mummy really archaeology? It's more like finding a mummy. Well, it's, National I mean, treasure. the archaeology, the, the mummy is pretty much your vampire. Imagine, just take <laughs> yeah. out some weird Egyptian pharaoh and put in a, a vampire. A vampire and it's the same situation. But then we start, like, they're clearly just, like, grasping at straws because you get stuff like Exorcist to the beginning, John Carter, More. <laughs> Prometheus. <laughs> I mean, Prometheus has, they're not archaeology films. It has archaeology in it, Prometheus, in the start. And Alien vs. Predator is also on the list. Is that just, like, films with archaeologists in it? I guess so. Is Doctor Who on the list? That's not a film. Yeah, but... This is a list for, in brackets, in my opinion, top 40 archaeology adventure movies in which adventure is based on archaeology or similar to it in a predominant... uh, or similar to it is the predominant genre. To put it simple, movies like Indiana Jones, dot, 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 or close similar to it. <laughs> or close similar to it. Or close Some of them were close similar. That is true. Alien vs. Predator was not. No, in Alien vs. Predator, they found a pyramid. And a pyramid's got a queen alien in it, I remember. I thought that they just found an alien, not the pyramid. They find a pyramid. Prometheus, they find a pyramid. No, they find a pyramid in, in Alien vs. Predator. They're always fucking finding pyramids. Their pyramids are full of aliens. They're just They're finding something doesn't make crazy. it archaeology, though. Why not? Well, because you found it. Yeah. yeah. Now comes the actual archaeological work. There needs to be... What's the job where I can just find it? You can just find it and call the... <gasps> call the Does like, the person who finds it get money? Hey, I was wondering this about treasure. So, <laughs> so say I find treasure. Yeah. Is it just mine? Or do I have the country whose treasure it is some of the treasure? Say I find a Spanish galleon full of gold. Right. Do I owe Spain some gold now? Because that's garbage. Well, no, because if it's... I mean, Spain Spain would probably have some form of claim to it, but... What if it's, like, super old? It's like if you find a gold nugget, do you have to give it to anybody? Maybe, I don't know, I'm asking you. How do you sell a gold nugget? Do you just take it to the bank? (laughs) Aren't there, like, gold auctions and stuff? Oh, boy, that sounds hard. I remember, like, a a couple of months ago, some guy found, like, $500,000 worth of gold. What? Yeah, or something like that. I hope he bought himself something dumb. Like a helicopter. Buying something with gold is good. Yeah. But if you do find if you do find something that you think is of archaeological significance mm. or, you know, like indigenous heritage, stuff like that. Do what an archaeologist call, would steal it. Call Heritage Take it. Victoria. It's yours now. Call Heritage Victoria or call the um Yeah. Call Heritage Victoria. So if I find a, a treasure, yep. I can't have that treasure. Well, you might be able to, because you, you you found it. So if I but, delve through a temple I fight off the monkey gods. <laughs> uh-huh. I solve the puzzle. I stand on the right panels on the floor and avoid the spears. And you put a stick in the ground and then the sun reflects off and it lights yeah, up. Yeah, fairly switch. sure it would be yours, but you would be strongly encouraged to do- to donate it to... I would not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would keep that for myself. Take it to the bank. They Take have to, to the legally bank. swap it for $100 bills. <laughs> Seek. <laughs> it's in the constitution. Then I get those $100 bills turned into gold bullion and I walk around with a chisel. That's how I pay for my things. Clever. Sensible. Thanks, I'll have a Heath. coffee, thanks. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a grater, like a cheese grater. <laughs> that enough? <laughs> Sir, that's more than enough. A bit more. So you just bought the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> the franchise. 
Oh, yes. Well, that's good to know that I can just have any treasure I found. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Aaron Magro, renowned archaeologist, oh. announces that if you find anything, it's, it's yours. yours. That is not what I said. That's a guarantee. That's an Aaron Magro guarantee. I'm not an archaeologist. And uh, those things are unbreakable. Unbreakable. Unbreakable bond. His <laughs> word is his bond. <laughs> that's what he says. And on that note, I've been Jackson Bailey. I've been Joel Show, And I've not been an archaeologist. I disagree. Me too. Thanks for listening. Dagger hole. If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on our website, sanspantsradio.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.